0: There's an old story that's told about a rabbi, Goldstein, who once took a trip to a small village in a strange land. He brought with him a donkey, a rooster, and an oil lamp. An odd combination to be sure. Well, unfortunately, the people who lived in this particular village did not like Jews. They were anti-Semitic, so they refused to allow the rabbi to stay in any one of their inns. The poor man was forced to go off by himself and sleep in the woods. Before he turned in for the night, he decided that he would read and study the scriptures for a while, what we would call the Old Testament, the Jewish scriptures, and he started to do that. But all of a sudden, a strong wind suddenly came up and knocked over his oil lamp, breaking it. He obviously couldn't read anymore. The rabbi, however, took it all in stride. He said, chalking it up to the Lord's will, to the Lord's permissive will, he said, all that God does, God does well. During the night, while he was asleep, unfortunately, a few other bad things happened. Some wild animals came along and drove away his rooster, and some thieves came along and stole his donkey. When the rabbi woke up the next morning, he realized that his rooster and donkey were no longer there, but he took it in stride, as he had done the previous day, and he said, once again, all that God does... God does well. He then went back to the village, to the village where the people had refused to welcome him the day before. And when he got there, he learned that enemy soldiers had come into the village during the night and had killed everyone there. He also learned that the soldiers had gone through the part of the woods that he had been in, that he had been sleeping in, and he then realized that if the villagers had not turned him away, he would have been found in one of the inns in the village and they would have killed him there. And he also realized that if his lamp had not been broken, when they passed through the area of the woods where he was staying, these soldiers would have seen him and once again they would have killed him. The same thing would have happened if his rooster had not been chased away and his donkey stolen. The rooster and the donkey would have made noise when the soldiers were nearby. The rabbi would have been discovered and, of course, he would have been killed. Once again, the rabbi said, all that God does, God does well. My brothers and sisters, this rabbi had a deep trust in God and in God's providence. He had the kind of trust in God that Jeremiah speaks about in today's first reading from the 17th chapter of his book. It's one of my favorite passages in the entire Bible. And specifically, the trust of the rabbi is exemplified in the words, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. The prophet goes on there to speak about heat and drought, which are metaphors. Metaphors for periods of our life in which there is great trial and great suffering. We all have periods of heat and drought, and they are not pleasant. And his message is very clear, it's very straightforward. Those who have a deep trust in God are not exempt from suffering, they're not spared. They suffer like everybody else. But they're able to deal with it a lot differently than others are. They are able to pass through those periods of heat and drought successfully. A person with this kind of trust is, as the prophet says there, like a tree planted beside the waters. This is a beautiful image. Think about it. A tree planted beside a river, beside the waters, that stretches out, it reaches out its roots to the stream. That's what a person who has trust in God does in the heat and in the drought. Stretches out his or her roots into the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. That's what I want in my life. I want to be able to bear fruit for God and for other people, even in the difficult times, not just when things are going well, but in those periods of heat and drought. 2. This is what you might call a spiritually mature trust in God. That's what Jeremiah is speaking about here, which means that it's not as common as it should be. I think it's safe to say in circumstances similar to the ones this rabbi faced, most people would be extremely upset. Most people would be angry. And I confess I probably would be one of those people. And from a purely human perspective, you couldn't blame people for being upset and angry, since almost everything that could go wrong for this poor rabbi did go wrong for him. The villagers turned him away. They treated him like a pariah. He broke his lamp. He couldn't read the scriptures. And he loved to read the scriptures. He lost his rooster. His donkey was stolen. But somehow, God was at work Somehow God was at work in the midst of that mess. And that's the point. God was at work in the midst of it all. And things worked out for the rabbi's ultimate good. And that didn't surprise him. Because he had this kind of deep, spiritually mature trust in the Lord. As he so often said, all that God does, God does well. God does not cause evil. Some people, even some Christians, think he does. God does not cause evil. But he does sometimes permit evil for the sake of a greater good. That's a very important theological and spiritual truth. It's a truth that we see illustrated beautifully in this little story of the rabbi. But let's face it, let's be honest about it. It's a truth that can be very difficult to believe when we are going through the heat, when we are going through the drought, when we're experiencing an intense evil in our own lives. Because the greater good is often hidden from our view. We don't always see it clearly. In fact, that's the way it might have been for this rabbi if he had not made the choice to go back to the village the following day. Think about it. If he had gotten up in the morning and had immediately returned to his homeland, he might never have found out what the Lord protected him from the night before. Speaking of hidden goods, a question that has crossed my mind a number of times in recent weeks, is this one. Why did God permit that horrible earthquake in Haiti? Did that question cross your mind? It certainly did cross mine. I mean, of all places on earth. Those people had so little to begin with. Now they have next to nothing. Dear Lord, what is the greater good here? Well, I don't claim to know the mind of God on this matter, and this is just my theory. But the thought has occurred to me in the last few days that perhaps the Lord allowed this horrible tragedy for our sake, for the sake of those who live lives of relative comfort in affluent countries like the United States. I think you could make a good case for this. The Bible tells us that charity covers a multitude of sins. Jesus told us in Matthew 25 that whatever we do to the least of his brothers and sisters, we do to him. I ask you, before this earthquake, how many people in the United States and in other affluent countries were in danger of losing their souls because of avarice, because of materialism? How many were on their way to hell because of an excessive attachment to the things of this world? Probably many. Well, I dare say that at least some of those men and women who were on the wrong road have responded with great compassion and great generosity to the poor of Haiti during this crisis. And for that, we can thank God and we should praise God. Perhaps that's a sign that they have begun to reprioritize their lives. Perhaps that's a sign that they have begun now to seek God in their lives. Perhaps that's a sign that they have begun to love their neighbor in a way that will ultimately get them into the kingdom of heaven. Because some of these people of great means have actually gotten on planes and gone down there. And that's wonderful. If this is the case, then God will have brought incredible good out of an otherwise horrible situation. All that God does, God does well. May those words of trust which were on the lips of Rabbi Goldstein so often always be in our hearts when we see the greater good that comes from our suffering and especially when we don't.